The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Papp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. It's a rainy day in Southern California, and seeing as how we're from Boston, and it doesn't rain that much here, but it rains more there, and of course snows, I get kind of nostalgic, and especially for those people that back in those younger days were walking on the earth with us in their physical body. And so I always get this kind of melancholy, and especially uh, we've become the old people, and this morning we had the doctor and going to the in the rain, and and it's just uh, when you have so many pressures like that, well, the rain isn't pressure, the grass and the trees are very, very happy around here, but medical challenges and things like that. You get to missing all those people who help take care of you. And I hope you had people who did take care of you when you're younger and when you're going through all kinds of challenges. Today, we'd like to address the unseen support that helps carry us through. I know I've mentioned before, especially where we've had so many challenges this past year and waiting for our sweetie Harry while he was in having heart surgery, looking around and seeing all the out-of-body people helping and supporting the people who are there waiting or on the phone or biting their nails or tapping or pacing. And, you know, whether it's one person by themselves, if you look over and if you see this kind of thing, if you're, if you're aware of it or had that kind of camera, and again, I'm not trying to be invasive, but you'll see some person sitting by themselves and around them are three, four people. And then if you kind of pull back, there's a lot more people hanging out. They're with us because they want to be. We hear over and over and over from out there that heaven isn't heaven unless we can help those that are here on earth and they love us. A lot of their work going through their life review and processing and allowing themselves to expand and not just acknowledge, but integrate everything they learned on the earth plane into their spiritual reality. And so much of that has to do with helping us. Of course, it has to do with helping us. They're watching in a life review those things that might be unfinished, the things they would have liked to have said. We've talked so much about how sometimes they just don't want the help because they might be upset that they weren't. Well, even the most well-intentioned people will stumble over our own feet. And for me, my favorite word is malaprop, and my foot fits very well down my throat. It's really wonderful to know that though we can take care of so many things here on the physical plane, we can get a ride or drive ourselves to the doctor, we can open up our umbrella in the rain. But it's, it's that feeling of those who used to watch over us or who care about us and 
Well, we all love each other and care about each other just because somebody just, I know it's a very big just, I'm not making light of it, but because somebody is out of body doesn't mean that they've lost their care for us, even in the day to day. They're not peeping palms. They're not eavesdropping. They're not watching every move. And so many people talk about that they, they have, they, they feel very badly if they forget have a conversation and laugh like they forgot for a moment that they have no right to. And we curtail our emotion because how can we be okay when our loved one is out of body? And for a good part of time, that might feel like it's entirely true. And yet our out-of-body lovies report that when we laugh, when we relax, when we're okay, as we already know, that's when our our vibrational field goes up so they have more access to us. But it isn't just that. Of course, more access is a wonderful thing. But they want to comfort us. They really just want to hold us and comfort us. Today in the waiting room, while Harry and I were waiting for doctors, it was really cute. There's a little baby there. And the baby's waving at us. Pretty tiny, pre-verbal, big smile. Somebody came in with another baby. Oh, my God. The radar, it was like they were magnetized. They forgot all about the other people they were looking at zoomed in in on each other and with such intensity and interest. Isn't it something to think about what they're picking up, what they're seeing? You can be sure, our autobodies tell us, that babies, when they first come in, and that includes you, if you still see them now, great. But babies, when they first come in, their language is energy. So they see the auric fields around us. And babies, one of the most delightful things about babies, you'll notice that when you're holding them, when you're playing with them, they'll be looking way up above our heads and smiling and gesturing almost as if they're answering somebody. Indeed, they are. All those people out of body that they were in that space with, in that spiritual plane before coming in, those babies came from their arms to our arms. And of course, they still see. They see auric fields and they see their out-of-body lovies that help support them getting here. And isn't that a wonderful, wonderful thing? Because when you think about it, I mean, in your utero, we can hear what's going on. But here we come into this, you know, we're in this dark, sweet space. And just with with the heartbeat and the calmness and the flow of, of the fluid And then we're out in this world where the temperature is not quite the same and it's very bright. How beautiful it is to realize that those babies who are here and looking into our eyes and loving us and reaching their little hands out and opening up to the world, they also have that sweet, sweet reminder when they look up. Those that held them are still there cheering them on and helping them, helping them all the way. Now, of course, we can imagine if we're not thinking about this, like, why would they need that? We all came in here and we got into the world. Well, it's interesting because when people are out of body, they might not, they'll talk about what went on before and what's happening now for them. And even if they don't remember that during their in-body time, as soon as they get back, to that vibrational level, that home vibrational level. And of course, being in our body is a wonderful home as well. We can have both as home and we still have every bit of the spirit, even as we're in body. 
limited by the physics of it, oh, but expanded by the dynamics of it and what we can do with and for each other. But think about it for a moment, how magnificent it is that even though we might not be conscious of it now, that that support was there for us. Maybe that's, you know, the longing I tend to get on the rainy day. If we had a snowy day, it would be really bad. But on a rainy day when I miss home and I miss the, the older generation. Imagine those babies, that older generation, so to speak. They've come in and they're the newbies in a brand new world, but the outer bodies are there to support them and they can see them. So then we grow and we're distracted by a beautiful world and a crazy world and there's music and art and doggies and trucks and dolls and and people and climbing things, climbing things, all kinds of wonderful things. But what we need to remember Sometimes the heart doesn't need to remember it until we come to a place in time when we need it. When the nose is burning, where the eyes are filling, the heart feels heavy. And it just feels as if, hopefully, it isn't too bad a sense of futility, but when we love someone so much who's out of body, you know, so many people describe Grief is so much love and you don't know where to put it. You want that hug. You want to be able to do that. And while acknowledging all this doesn't change the fact that grieving is still something we need to do to balance the body, to allow our body to be healthy, we need to, they're saying moan, groan, howl, stamp, whatever it is we need to do. To release it literally, it's a physical thing. It's physics to release it from the body. But then there's something else to remember. When that melancholy comes in, when that sense of, well, there was that whole world and now that world isn't there. And that goes for any being that we love. They're part of the world. And when they're not here in the physical, so much is altered. We need to go back to our birthright. And remember, even if we can't remember it at the time of it happening, that we were with all those out of body, our soul family, people who love us, guides. We're trying to figure out direction. And if you came into difficult circumstances, we're not saying you jumped in with both feet and said, oh, yeah, you'll help me out. But there's a lot that goes on out there. And there's a lot of connection and family. And sometimes circumstances aren't always so easy that one comes into. Sometimes babies need that, need that out-of-body support and love. If the people they're with are not well, if the wiring isn't okay, if, if a mama is sick, or if there's something else going on in the family, all kinds of circumstances. So it's like a bridge. They're calling it a bridge a vibrational bridge that's always there for us. Whether we can see it, hear it, it is always there. As babies, it's there for us to be able to remember and feel secure and even brave within our new wonderful physical body and that we know that we have that love and support during that big transition into the world. And there's so much in the world to grab onto and to turn our attention to. But as we turn our attention away, do you think those loveys out there stop paying attention? Well, they might put their feet up. 
They might do some other things. They might learn about other things. They might go to the library. They might check in on other people. All of these things are not to say that we're not supposed to take up their time with our issues because unless you're so needy that you can't function, in which case your vibration is staying low, well, if that happens, they're not allowed so much to carry you. The beauty is you have to allow the heart, the mind to look up so you can feel or look to the side where the flowers are or look down and appreciate the earth. Basically, what we're saying is appreciation so that you can feel how wrapped around you they are. It isn't that they're not there. But if you are distracted, and for all of us, any of us, and I know I've mentioned many times before, after my mom went out of body, I could channel for other people, but I couldn't channel her. The grief was too deep. And so we have to allow that grief. But we also have to know that, you know, I stop and I think, of course, out of body, I must have been watching my parents before coming in. I think most of us do. We don't remember those things. Looking at the out of body people when we're tiny, I believe we, we all do it if we're able to. It's really an interesting thing. I was about to say, especially if we're sighted, even if we're not physically sighted, it's very interesting because. I'm sighted and I can hear, and yet the things I see and hear are not really reliant on, the things I see and hear spiritually, sorry, uh, what I do in real life, of course they're reliant on it, but it isn't reliant on the physical abilities. Even if you do have issues with sight or with hearing, downloads are certainly still possible. Things can still come in. It's interesting because thinking about things verbally, looking at things in terms of images. Again, our first language is energy. We came into body knowing the energy of the loved ones who helped pass us through to the physical plane. We knew, we know, we knew and we know how to see them, how to feel them. And again, when you're watching babies, watch when they're just looking right above and smiling and gesturing and making faces. So what's really beautiful about this is if we take what's going on here at the beginning of life, and we think about it going on all through our life, but we're more distracted, we're doing what we need to do, we're taking care of things on the earth plane, and then we have a disruption where somebody we love, somebody transitions out of body, and, and where do we go from there? It helps to remember something we might not have a cognitive memory of in this lifetime, because maybe it happened for you again as a baby and it didn't carry over and you got distracted and paid your attention to the physical world, which is what most of us do. But what a sweet reminder to stop and think of what's already been set up and what's been going on the whole time. So while we're busy, Yes, they're learning, they're growing. They tell us that they travel at the speed of thought. When we need them, they're right there. Are we pulling them away from anything? No. We sleep, we have other things going on, but they're with us. Our being okay is really their number one thing because they're opening up their what they learned from the past life review and trying to figure out and acknowledge the things that they feel they might have done better or open up emotionally, 
Well, we're pretty open emotionally when our loveys go out of body. And they're pretty open too. And of course, what they want to do is help us, especially those that, you know, after my mother went out of body, I thought, wow, she'd be the person I'd be talking to about this. So I did. I couldn't hear her yet. And again, I've been channeling, you know, I'm one of those people that because my mom was supportive of it, it didn't become like this big thing, but she had to be, it was wonderful she had to be, she didn't have to be, but she was so supportive of it in terms of my learning to integrate it because I was seeing all these things and she never told me it wasn't true. And when I would channel my grandfather, she would ask me questions and I would repeat it. And I didn't understand why she didn't see him. And she said she could feel him and she could feel, you know, these positive, she could feel the waves of emotion, but she didn't get the words quite the same way. So for me, a lot of it continued and I shut it down. I tried to when it got scary when I was in high school, college, it gets scary. I'd be hearing all these words while I'm trying to listen to the person in front of me makes for socially awkward situations. All I'm trying to point out is it isn't like you need to be hearing anyone all the time or everyone all the time. And maybe it's easier for your sanity to not. But the thing is that because we're not seeing or hearing them does not mean that they're not there. I realized when I talked to my mother, even though I could channel her, that she was right there beside me wanting to help. I could feel her energy. Did it help? Yeah, it did a lot. Did it help in terms of the grieving and just wanting to drop on the floor and writhe? And We're here in the physical, and that's what we need to do. In order to allow ourselves to walk away from not the loved one who's out of body, but the lower vibration from the whatever happened from from having that person transition and that that thing that happens to us and and the layers that you know they say there's a whole sequence of emotions all the way through that our loved ones are out there and they're doing their thing and looking at a life review the number one impetus for anyone to do the life review and to push is to help us even if they don't feel they're worth it at that moment, or, oh, I was this or that, there's always space for expansion, forgiveness, love, joy, meeting of the minds, meeting of the hearts, and meeting of the soul. So even if the mind can't hear it, the soul is knowing. Even if the heart doesn't know that the person is right there next to you, your heart knows what that love is like. And it's funny, they just said from out there, imagine, now don't really, you want to stay here and you want to stay on the physical plane. In fact, before we talk about this, let's do our protection. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and heal. So now that we've done our protection and set our intention, take a deep breath and think of the people or person that you're loving and allow your heart energy to go out to them. Just take a deep breath and feel the relief of allowing yourself to love them fully. You're still on the physical plane 
And of course, you have longing and there's so much for the mind to say, what, but what about tomorrow? And what about how am I going to let the heart take a deep breath again and allow the heart to just send love their way. They're wrapping around you. And while we want to stay happily as we can in the physical body, because the time isn't for us to leave it, you're in body, you have your breath, and it's hard to have people you love having different vibrational settings in body and out of body. It's very real, very physical. You're still viable. The thing is, the love that you are sending them if it were, now remember you're safe and solid in your body, but if it were the other way around and you were the person who went out and your lovey was in body, wouldn't you be sending them so much love or support or whatever it is in your dynamic to let them know, to help them, that even though your physicality isn't there in the same way, that all your caring and your love is there? channeling oh my goodness people channel over and over and over i love you 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 in so many ways they're doing that with us even if they stormed out and they're angry unless there was something bigger really big going on but you know what even whatever it is the normal grouchy these things those things Silly things like that. They're not silly when they're happening. I don't mean to diminish, and they don't either. They're channeling this in. But the love is the greatest thing. It's bigger than any kind of pain. The pain of when we're fighting, the pain of when somebody goes out of body. Because their love for us hasn't changed, and they're pumping it in because that's what they want to do. And if we were to realize if we were to switch positions, what is it that we would be doing? We would be sending that love. And the biggest thing that we would want from out there and that we hear from those out there is that you know what's going on. And it isn't, you know, maybe you can't know in the way the brain likes to know things and the way that your hand likes to reach out and grab somebody. But the heart knows. Notice the feeling in your back, that sense of responsibility for the loved ones who are out there. One of the hardest things is how can we help them? How can we help them? People do a lot of things in honor of people. And, you know, we see statues and all kinds of things and all kinds of cultures to commemorate, but they're viable and they're with us. I once years ago picked up something that my mother loved and I held it to me and I thought, oh, my mother loved this. And my mother, I heard her laugh and laugh and laugh. She said, put it down. You want to see what I hold and what I love? She walked me to the mirror. Walk yourself to the mirror and realize that's the most precious. You are the most precious to those who have gone out of body. It's fun to wear their shirt. It's fun to hold their teddy bear. We need things in the physical plane. But it's very important when we get that wave, and even when we don't, but that wave of melancholy 
and that empty, hollow feeling sometimes that, of course, on the physical plane, it's going to happen. It's going to happen because we don't have what we want on the physical plane. But when we remember the reality of the situation, that we were hearing them, loving them when they ushered us in, and they stayed so that we could have that support. The babies are watching and laughing. They stay with us. And if people are having a calmer transition, not, not um, a quick traumatic transition, but a longer calmer transition, they usually start seeing people just like they did when they first came in. You see, both our transitions in body and out of body are chaperoned by many, many, many in the spiritual world and hopefully lots of nice people in the physical world as well. When my mom was on hospice, one of the hospice nurses said to me, you know, when this is going on, they tend to see people and it brings them comfort. So it's really good to just agree with them and not tell them it's not true. And I just smiled at him because I could see all the people around him. And I said, oh, don't worry, I see them too. And he said, you do, I do too. That's why I do this work. As the years go on, so many more people I know who get it, who know it, who have had somebody so, so close to them go out of body, huh, they're their chaperone partner. <laughs> you could say silent partner, but not to them once we start hearing them. In their effort to help other people transition. It's really beautiful to remember our birthright, our transition right. And you know what? All that love and support is there all the way in between. Yes, it is. And the only way we can run afoul of how it all works is if we sit and try to be only with them without acknowledging the earth plane, because that would lower our energy. The key always is love, joy, openness, the beauty of the physical world, animals, each other, to raise our vibration so they can have more access, so we can have the reciprocity and have it all continue. But sometimes when the day is just so hard, just remember the unseen, the unheard, and eventually, and at times, I, I hope you can hear them, but it doesn't mean they're not there. They are carrying us. They are loving us. And just like those hospital waiting rooms, they're draped around us. They're helping us and they're comforting us. Isn't that what we would be doing for them? That's what love is. Love is greater than the pain. And the pain is, is pretty, well, everybody knows. But the love is greater. And knowing that we've had support and that we're there for each other, literally, literally there for each other, take a deep breath and feel the soul's truth. Remember, they may be past, but they're still present. And the love, always. Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Kapp, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilynkapp.com. Remember, 
the healing continues with those who are past yet present.